Are you looking to learn more about investing in the central Indiana real estate market? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Indie Real Estate Investing Podcast with TNH Realty, where we discuss all things related to investing in the central Indiana real estate market. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Indie Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Tallman with TNH Realty. We are a residential property management company that services the central Indiana market. With me today, once again, is Devin Shaw with our brokerage group. Welcome back, Devin. Pleasure, as always. Yeah, it's good to good to see you catch up with you. How's business? Busy. Very busy. The market is definitely picking up. A lot of people are selling, interestingly enough. So we're we're very busy with listings. I think we have eleven listings under contract right now. So mm. it's it's picking up and you know, rates are trending, trending down. So I just think that's getting more buyers in the market. So I think I think we're gonna see a pretty, pretty busy spring. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, 2023 was down. I was talking to an agent yesterday saying that her business was particularly down last year. I think a lot of agents' businesses were down last year because there was a kind of like an interest rate increase. People are just not unsure what to do. And we know for certain transactions were way down. But we talked about this on the podcast a lot. You know, the rental season began hard in January. Like starting in January 1, literally, we saw a massive shift in our activity, which was so slow in November and December. And so it sounds like, you know, I've said before, the real estate market begins in January. It sounds like both the list side, buy side, and then the, the leasing market has begun in earnest in January. So it's it's good to see. It's keeping us really busy, but it's good to see the, re- the market kind of flexing right now and, and really producing some results for investors. So Agreed. All right. So let's get into today's topic, which is we are officially announcing today that we're entering the Kokomo, Indiana market. And Devin, I brought you on to to give our listeners some details on Kokomo, why we made the decision to go to Kokomo, why investors may want to consider Kokomo when they're looking to invest here in central Indiana. I guess just kind of talk all things Kokomo. And I think maybe you're going to have a a couple of example deals that you're seeing up there. I know you and Jake, our business development manager, went up there last week and toured some homes, got a lay of the land. So I'll start by saying this. You've been pretty instrumental, uh, Devin, in helping us expand our territory. You, you lead our brokerage, obviously, and you kind of have your eye on, you're always looking for value, right? For good deals, because that's what investors want. And great deals are hard to find in Indianapolis. So we've expanded you know, into Anderson, into Muncie, and now and now Kokomo's, Kokomo. And you, you brought this up at our offsite, our annual leadership offsite, uh, three or four weeks ago when you said, when we talked about other markets we want to get into, you jumped right in and said Kokomo. Kokomo is a market I think makes sense for us. And <laughs> you probably remember it's a pretty quick decision. There wasn't a ton of discussion. I think we talked about Kokomo maybe passively over the years, but everyone kind of is like, yeah, I think it makes sense. There were some questions asked, I think. But generally speaking, I think our leadership group bought into Kokomo. So I'll start with this question, Devin. What made you think about Kokomo as a market that we should enter? Yeah. So if anyone has been around me or this podcast for any length of time, you've probably heard us talk about Anderson and the success we've had there. 
And I started seeing listings pop up in Kokomo and the the properties just seemed very kind of similar types of properties, types of values. And when I looked in a little bit further, honestly, on paper, Kokomo is almost an identical market to Anderson as far as demographics, property values, you know, type type of tenants, um, type of type of town, you know, so I just kind of got to thinking, you know, we've had such good success in Anderson from, you know, buying to the leasing experience that I just felt like Kokomo was a no brainer with, with kind of the, the data that I was seeing. Yeah. And I think it was when we kind of started looking, just all of us were kind of Googling when you mentioned Kokomo and we're like, yeah, this is really similar to Anderson. And so, but give people a rundown of Kokomo, like where it's located in relationship to Indianapolis, population, things like that. G- give us kind of a, the Wikipedia page of, of, what, of uh, what Kokomo looks like. Yep. So Kokomo is literally about an hour on the dot, straight, straight shot north of Indianapolis. So a little bit further out, but you know, not really still not not incredibly far. And population is about 59,000, which is a little bit bigger than Anderson, actually. So yeah, about 59,000 people. Um, median property value is around 96,000. So, you know, a lot yeah. of value there. If that The median home value is under $100,000, you know, and we're not talking a ton of junky houses, you know, we're talking, you know, there's, there's some nice houses up there. Um, great, great rental houses. And then median household income is 51,000. So, you know, pretty similar to Anderson there as well. But yeah, so very blue collar kind of, you know, typical middle, middle America type of town. So. Yeah. I did a little research today. I jumped on and some fun facts about Kokomo. I don't know if you read this, Devin, but I'm just going to kind of go over a couple things that a guy named Walter Kemp back in 1928 developed the first canned tomato juice. I missed Kokomo. that one. I you missed, missed that one. one. <laughs> How could you miss that one? That's huge. I <laughs> but I guess it was at the request of a physician in search of some baby food or something like that. But Kokomo is also home to the first mechanical corn picker. I did see that actually. I yeah, did. developed in the early 1920s. That's kind of cool. Just very Indiana. Very yeah, that, yes, true. And then also Kokomo is home to the first Ponderosa Steakhouse. Wow. That opened in 1965. Ponderosa's around. I think they're still around. I probably should have looked that up, but. They are, but you probably want to be careful eating at them from. Yeah. Yeah, it's not more like recent. Premium, yeah, it's not like St. Elmo's, right? Ponderosa is a little different than those premium steakhouses. But so yeah, so there's some interesting facts about um Kokomo. Look, I think listeners need to understand when so central Indiana, which we consider like the nine county area, is pretty populated. There's like two million-ish people in that nine county area. So Marion County being the center, and then you know, all the, the counties around it, kind of the donut counties, we call them. 2 million people, which Marion County obviously makes up around half that. But as you start to get away from those nine counties, population decreases. So 59,000 people is a pretty good sized city for, you know, we'll call it North Central Indiana. It's, you know, right in the center of the state, but it's north, north of Indianapolis. So we think it's a good market. I'm excited to what we can do up there. But give us, give people, well, actually, let's talk about this first. 
one of the neat things that we're hearing about Kokomo, it's made news in the last around two years, was a fairly large factory, and now there's two, going in from a company called Stellantis and Samsung. It's to build electric car batteries, and they've identified Kokomo as where they're investing multiple billions of dollars to create these factories. So that's exciting. Talked to an investor recently who is really excited about that and the prospects of what Kokomo could mean for him personally buying up there. But tell tell the listeners about this. This is, this is some pretty big, made big news in Indiana, let alone Kokomo. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, looking at some, some other data too. So employment and population has already been increasing there year over year, which is a great sign. So, you know, I think the announcement of these these factories is only going to accelerate that. So, yeah, in May of 2022, they announced one factory, and that was, I think, about $2.5 billion investment for that one. And then in the fall of 2023, they announced a second one, and that was, an, I think, around another $3 billion of an investment that they're putting into that one. And they're estimating that they're, they're thinking this will bring about 2,800 jobs to the city of Kokomo, which is pretty incredible for a town of that size. And they're expected to be up and running. I think the first one was 2025 and then the second one, 2027. So, mm-hmm. you know, you've got some pretty surefire population growth and, and investment coming to that city for the next few years, at least. So, you know, yeah, that's, it's, I mean, just the quick math is it's 5.7 billion that Stellantis and Samsung, the joint venture, are investing in Kokomo. Did you mean 2,800 jobs? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's individual people and probably have families. And you're going to think I'm, there's got to be some sort of migration from these factories of their executives or you know their appointed managers for these for these different divisions within these companies. It's going to bring a lot of people into Kokomo, and housing will be needed. So 2025. Is that right? And then Mm -hmm. 2027. So there's some runway here, but my guess is during 2025 and during as far as 2027, you're going to see property values increase. I think it's just a natural byproduct of when you bring that kind of demand into a city that's fairly small, you're going to see some impact with housing. So that was a, I think that was an also kind of a magnet for us to say, we think there's more opportunity here than, than currently exists. So all right, Devin, give people a reason other than that, <laughs> that they may want to, and you've kind of hit on a little bit, but kind of lay it out there. Like if I'm an investor and you're, and I want to invest in central Indiana and I'm just not happy with my numbers I'm seeing in Indianapolis, what's, what's going to draw me to, what's your sales pitch for Kokomo? Yeah. So I will say Kokomo is definitely, you know, more of a cash flow market. So you know, when looking at that. So the biggest things are price to rent ratios. You will be able to find the 1% rule there or, or better in some cases, which really just does not exist in Indianapolis. So that's a huge thing. The property values are lower. The tax assessed values are are lower, meaning your property taxes will be lower. So that gives you uh, more margin as Mm -hmm. well in, in those numbers. And then, you know, overall, and, and I, I keep relating back to Anderson just because we've had a lot of several years of experience there now, and they are very similar markets. So, you know, just what we see is solid rental demand. You know, I think COVID was a, just a big catalyst of 
people not needing or wanting to be in the city. So moving out, getting a little bit different of a lifestyle. Um, so you just get kind of this more blue collar, you know, good tenant quality, good rental demand area um, with that. You know, people can get a little bit more bang for their buck out out in these outlying areas. So we've just seen, you know, houses just don't sit around, you know, that people, people want to be out in these areas more. It, it seems from, from what we've seen, schools are good. And we actually, we ran into a gentleman when we were looking at houses the other week that's born and raised in Kokomo. He does property management on a very small scale up there, just manages a few houses for a friend of his. And, you know, he was just letting us know that, you know, they have very little vacancy. They have nonstop people clamoring, you know, to rent houses up there. The schools are really good. He said people actually have school choice up there. So there's actually three different kind of districts within Kokomo and people can choose where they send their kids, which I think is becoming a a very important decision making for people when they're thinking of where to live, you know, schools for their kids. So that was another kind of neat, neat thing with Kokomo that, that we learned. So so yeah, just overall, I think, you know, price rent ratios, you, you have a, a really good chance of finding cash flow there, but also not sacrificing, you know, area. It's still going to be solid tenant quality and, and rental demand. Yeah. So basically, I mean, it just, homes just pencil out better there for lack of a better term, right? Yeah. You're, you're going to see better return measures for Kokomo. So, mm-hmm. all right. So for naysayers, people that aren't necessarily excited about Kokomo, what, what what are the reasons why someone may be cautious about investing in Kokomo? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing is, and this is kind of with any industry town, I would call it, you know, they're putting a lot of eggs in one basket. So, you know, if something were to happen with these factories or, you know, something were to go downhill, that could be pretty detrimental for the area and it may reverse the trajectory of that things are going. So, you know, it is, I'd say not maybe as stable as some other areas, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe a little bit more risk, but you know, higher risk, higher return, sometimes just have to make, make those calls. So yeah, I would say that's, that's probably one of the, the, the bigger issues facing the areas is just long-term, you know, it's not a guarantee that those factories will will come to fruition or last forever. And if they don't, you know, it, it, it could, it ca- could cause some, some issues down the road, but, but yeah, you know, otherwise I I don't have too many concerns about the area. So. Yeah. It's an interesting point. There's a lot of data would suggest that, you know, these one factory towns have suffered greatly, not just in Indiana, but across the country. But yeah, so this these companies are electric car batteries. That's what they're going to be manufacturing. And, you know, assuming electric car cars have carried their mo- momentum. <clears throat> they cut that. Then it should be, you know, I, I feel like there's some there, there's some, some great potential there. Again, I think home values, I just can't imagine they could go anywhere but up based on this new demand. So it's interesting. But all right, Devin, as we mentioned earlier, you and Jake went up there. You, you walk through some homes just to kind of get a feel for things. Just give people some examples of of what you're seeing up there and, you know, what may be available today or what's been so- sold recently. Just just some, some good real life examples. Yeah. Yeah. A few we looked at. A lot of the houses up there just seem to be pretty solid little 
like 1940s to 1960s ranches. So kind of easy to maintain houses. Mm -hmm. And all the ones that I looked at were in really good shape. I mean, they're, I hate to use the word move in ready, but for all intents and purposes, barely move in ready. You know, you really wouldn't have to do much to get to get a tenant in there. So yeah, you know, one we looked at was a, a three bedroom, two bath, 120,000 is what it's listed at and, you know, should rent for 11 to 1200. So, you know, and that's one that's been sitting a couple weeks. So could even be potential to, to get it a little cheaper, but already, you know, pretty much hitting that 1% roll with that, with minimal work to get it rent ready. And that's available um, today. Like that I mean, is available. maybe not when this podcast comes out, but it's yeah. it's literally available. It was it was an active listing that when you went through it. Yes, correct. Yeah. Right. And and pretty in decent shape, you mentioned. Like mm-hmm. yep. Nice. Yeah. The, you know, new paint, flooring, you know, fresh updated kitchen. So it was, it was pretty much ready to go. And then another one was a, a little two bed, one bath at eighty thousand. And, you know, same thing, great shape, really wouldn't need to do much to get it ready for a tenant and you know looking at 850 to 950 for for that and you know so that that's easily beating the one percent rule there right very little very little capital to get started with something like that and then a third one was a three bed one bath not as good a shape but still very just some minor cosmetic fixes needed um and that was a set at 110. And rent for that would probably be a thousand to eleven hundred. So very easily. And you know, there I have a list on my notepad next to me actually of about 13, 13 active listings right now that all look really promising and I'm gonna gonna try to check some more of those out. So there's a lot available right now that that seem promising, that numbers look good and and I think could make really, really great rental investments. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm guessing you don't have 13 in Indianapolis that pencil out that well. Or... I do not. Honestly, <laughs> I do not. <laughs> right. So that's great. So Devin, look, we we, we would love to, to sell homes up there. Tell people what's the best way to get a hold of you if, if people want to talk about Kokomo a little more. Yeah, you can call me. I can drop my my direct cell number in, in the show notes, email. I am on Instagram as well, REI Guide. If you want to find me there, I post a lot of content and deals on there as well. But yeah, happy to have a call, text, email, jump on a Zoom meet. So yeah, I can drop all of that information in the show notes and happy to Happy to chat with anyone about anything indie real estate investing. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited what Kokomo will mean for us, uh, mean for our brokerage, mean for our management. I think there's, like we mentioned, I think there's a lot of opportunity. I think there's a lot of reason to be excited about the Kokomo market. And I'm uh, happy you recommended it and happy we're moving forward. So Devin, thanks so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Thank you. We hope everyone's picked up some information that will help them in their investing. We'll be back in two weeks with another podcast. In the meantime, we encourage you to share this podcast with your investing friends. Leave us a review and don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions. Until next time, thank you so much for listening and please stay invested in your investment.